Welcome to Sinner Saint Sister. I'm Allison Sullivan, and this is a podcast about sometimes saving the world and sometimes just surviving in it. In the next hour or so, we will nurture our friendships, explore our joy, shake our fists, all while trying to serve our God, and most likely, all while wearing pajamas. I hope you hear something that lets you know you are loved and helps you love one another. Welcome to Center Saint Sister. Hit it. Hello, Allison Sullivan. Hi, Rachel Levitt. Hi, Dawn. Hi. <laughs> we'll explain this trio in a second, but it is so fun to start off as saying hello to you instead of the other way around. Um, I'm having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. I can understand. But let me tell you, in the seat of power now, uh-huh. I'm feeling it. Uh-huh. I'm feeling it. Loving you are this. in the power seat. So we also, you want to introduce who else we have? Yes. Okay. So this is what's funny to me about this episode is that a lot of people had this idea and it was kind of at the same time. Like people, somebody needs to interview you. And so at the exact same time, Don Don had said, if you ever get famous, I'd like to be the one to interview you. <laughs> to make me famous, let's be clear. <laughs> to help make me famous and ride your coattails. So there we go. Fair. So, um, but you had you had said that you mm. thought that would be a great idea, and so you and I had planned to do this, and then Don was coming in town at the exact same time. So to me, it feels like stars have aligned for y'all to put me in the hot seat. I love it. It's so fun. <laughs> Let me tell you, tables have turned. I don't know what she's made you talk about, but I've had to talk. I've had to talk about my sex life on here. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, like I would love to do that. <laughs> it is time for the hard hitting questions, and oh I am so, I'm excited. so excited too. I I can't wait to hear what you oh, came up with. So to start it off light and airy, tell yes. me, are you a Republican or a Democrat? Oh. Have <laughs> because people are confused about you, and oh whoa, gosh. and we're guns blazing. This, this is great. This I is had so to great. talk about my sex life. No, Sorry, yeah. younger viewers, but I did, <laughs> and had to put it out there. Yes. So go check yeah. it out. It's um, season three, episode one. It's a delight. <laughs> okay. Good. Um. Wow, Rachel, you are. I mean, you don't. Have, I have other okay. questions. No, yeah, I know. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> taking it. I'm doing I love it. it. I'm so like, you know, whoa. here's the thing. You? I like that people are confused, mm. as they should be. Yeah. Because Christians do not fit in to a two-party system, and um. I do say, I wish that that gave me a good excuse to excuse myself from like this whole chaotic mess um, because I really don't think that Jesus and his apostles would sully their gospel with this ridiculousness that we find ourselves in the middle of. But we can't excuse ourselves because this is how we as a nation take care of our poor. Yeah. And if we excuse ourselves, then we just are like turning our culture over to a really sad status quo. So, um, it's a, it is a hard question to answer, and this mm-hmm. is complicated for me, and um, mostly because I'm not very good at articulating. I don't feel very political, uh-huh. but also because I have opinions. Sure. <laughs> um, but I wholeheartedly believe in the intersection of secular uh-huh. and sacred. Um, I mean, look at Daniel in the Old Testament. Like, he was influencing kings left and right, right. Um, with his faith. So I know that as Christians, we are absolutely supposed to enter into these conversations and participate as ambassadors of another kingdom. I know that. But I am certain 
then there is a better way to yeah. do it than what we're seeing. So I keep saying that I'm holding out for a better answer right. than the one we're getting. Um, like currently, I have my eye on ASP. It's American Solidarity Party. And they're just really committed to a consistent um, life ethic. As a champion for human dignity, mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, no one thing fits me, fits me very well. But I do want to say this. Sorry, I thought that was a dog growling, and I have PTSD <laughs> from like dog fights. Honey, you and I can it's understand. Just an airplane. Yeah, we understand each other. In that All place. is well. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, okay, but I, I do want to say this. Okay, so everything's really polarized right now, right? Yeah. And like now more than ever. I mean, it did not used to be this way, right? Yeah. I mean, our parents would agree. Like, right. it did not used to be this way. But before, and I'm not saying that there's never been any drama, you know, but I think before, the way that conservatives and liberals disagreed mm -hmm. was in how they chose to care for the poor. So if you were a conservative mm -hmm. and you wanted to independently care for the poor and you didn't want anyone kind of managing how that happened, mm -hmm. and so you decided to care for the poor with a more conservative bend, mm -hmm. you could still be a beautiful follower of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. If you were a liberal and you wanted something larger in place mm -hmm. to ensure that the poor were cared for, you could be a beautiful follower of Jesus Christ. What I see happening, however, and I'm going to be honest with you that I say this with a conservative bend. Uh -huh. So I once was in a political science class. Not every answer is going to be this long, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I say this with a conservative bend. I was in a political science class and I had like an 88 in the class and I asked for his office hours because I was going to go talk to him because I really wanted my A. And I said, um, your class helped me figure out, because we just get raised with our parents' politics, right. right? But your class helped me figure out that I think I'm a conservative. And he was so delighted that I had, you know, started yeah. to think for myself and then told him about it. And I told him some of my thought processes. And he was like, you got your A, kid. Like, good decision coming to talk to me. I and, you know, that. right on. And, um, but, so I say this with a conservative bent. Sure. Here's what I see happening. This isn't about how we're choosing to take care of the poor anymore because the poor are being criminalized. Mm -hmm. but, but the other thing that I see happening is I see if you are outside of the church. What I see happening is that American conservative politics mm -hmm. are becoming synonymous with Christianity, and that is not true. Conservative is not synonymous with Christian, right. and liberal is not an antonym mm -hmm. of Christian. So, so the criminalization of the poor plus conservative politics equaling Christianity, mm -hmm. to those things I say, ew. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know where to go. I don't even know what I, I was going to say. Turn everybody on their head. <laughs> Allison says, ooh, guys. So, wraps up that. Next question. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so good, though. It's really good. I really, and, and I think, like, as you're, as you're talking, what I hear you saying is we've tried to put Christianity into a Republican box or a Democratic box when really we should be putting all of these things into the Jesus box. We should and be putting the gospel into it. both boxes. Yes. You mm -hmm. take your gospel to, what, to whatever way you're naturally bent. By the way, there's significant science that says this is genetic, the mm. way that you lean. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know? So I am, I'm taking up things right now regarding social justice um, as my heart has been pierced mm -hmm. for unity 
And because those things have become part of a liberal agenda, I say Uh that with heavy air quotes, it's the gospel. Yeah. You know, and so I think that people are confused. So I hear all that. And I guess one of my questions I'd have for you is what would you say to people that identify as Republican or what would you say to people Mm, who are traditionally Democratic? Yeah. Um, Okay. Um, okay, Republicans. Let's, uh, number one, I think that um, if we have, I'm just going to say it, Put if it we there. have gotten to a place where we are so desensitized to officials who boast about sexual assault and then brag about getting away with it due to their position in society, we are outside of the will of God. Mm. If we are so desensitized to that that we turn a blind eye to it, it is not okay. Um, I, that, that's one thing. Um, number two, I think that the work of our politics should be caring for the, the least of us, mm-hmm. not securing more power and leverage for people of faith. Sure. Um, and then <laughs> I think the third thing would just be to turn off Fox News. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because listen, listen, Fox News is a business. Mm-hmm. Every single, there is no like altruistic news mm-hmm. station out there. It's a business that's about advertising and they are trying to tell you things that sure. you want to hear while they sell you some cereal and some cleaning supplies. Sure. You know? And so if we could just, there's no one news station that's like all, not delivering crap. You know? Yeah. If, if, okay, let's put, if you think that your news station is the only one that's telling the truth, you are deluded. Yes. <laughs> okay, but, okay, so, but Democrats. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I say these things with, oh, you guys, this is hard. I say these things with kindness, and yeah. this is hard. I, uh, I think that, of course, we have rights to our own body. I absolutely think that those rights should end when it comes to another person's body another being, even if that being is inside your body. Yeah. That is not a confusing distinction. It is confusing to me mm-hmm. to light up buildings yeah. in celebration of this terrible loss. Yeah. This is a terrible, terrible loss. And I think that there are, are people on the left who have become so garish in their celebration that... Um, that, that they're thinking of, of abortion as empowerment. Mm-hmm, yeah. And it is not empowerment. It's just oppression. It's just a different form um, of oppression. And I'm not saying that it's not complicated because we need education mm-hmm. and we need health care right. and we need <clears throat> maternity leave and we need family support and we need men to step up and step in and to care for the children that they helped create. Um, so I'm not saying that it's not incredibly complicated. We need a world that's more supportive of women in general, but oh my gosh, we need a consistent life ethic. Mm-hmm. We have to have a consistent life ethic. And as Christians, we're championing, championing human rights so that we can make peace with killing the weakest ones. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not okay. Super beautifully, powerfully said. You know, it's amazing to me, Allison, how much that you um, care and have thought through and have researched and have prayed through. And I look at you sitting here right now and recognize that there is, was a process to get here. Mm. And I love, um, I've, I've read some books on the 
quote unquote hidden years of Jesus. Mm. So, you know, basically between 12 and 30 ish, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of like what happened in that place. And <sighs> I would just love, this is a two part <laughs> question, but <clears throat> I'd love for you to tell me, tell everyone what, describe what those years are like, like what was most um, impactful or shaping or forming. Like, I just want to know like how you got here. That's so interesting. I think I, I haven't put much thought to that, but I can say this, um, for a long time when I was trying to like find my voice or figure out what in the world God wanted me to do with this one life he gave me, like, what does that mean that I have been created with a purpose? Like, what does that mean? It sounds like a big deal, you know? And I knew, you know, I went to school for teaching and I didn't enjoy that. I mean, I wanted to sit and like dive into their lives, but I didn't care about a noun. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can say PEMDAS to me right now and I like get the shakes and like, you know. So, um, and I spent a long time figuring Mm -hmm. out what that meant for me. Mm -hmm. So here's, here's what I'll say about that. I think that our culture, a culture that needs to ascend, 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 and um, can become very Mm outcome-based. So everyone's looking at what we're putting out and is it worthy? Yeah. And I think what the Lord is more interested in is our process. Mm-hmm. What do you enjoy doing? What is it that makes you feel close to me? Right. Do that. Look. Do that thing that makes you feel alive. That makes you that that you have that inner tug that lets you know there's more to this life. Look mm-hmm. for me there, and then offer it up. Mm-hmm. And so, I, is is it writing? Because mm-hmm. I did. I felt a little tug there. But I tell you what. Every single thing I wrote. I'm looking, who who commented, who liked it, who mm-hmm. whatever. Okay, so is it speaking? Because after I wrote, that led to some speaking stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I did, I like that. I like, I like both of those things once they're over. So there's a, a writer's quote uh, that's like, I don't love writing, I love having written. Mm-hmm. So I don't love speaking, I love having spoken. So there were, there were those <laughs> things that were true for me too. But I'm telling you, like after I speak, I need somebody to come tell me that it mattered. I, do, I just do. So that outcome is what sure. I'm saying was still there. Can I tell you, in podcasting, I don't look at one step. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I love it. I don't care. I finally found the thing that I don't care if anybody likes it or not, y'all. Because you just love it so much. I love it so much. Yeah. And so there's something about that process mm-hmm. of finding God in the process that releases you of the outcome. And I don't care what, in doing something that you don't care what people think, yeah. simply because you enjoy it and think it's holy <laughs> and makes you holier, <laughs> I am feel free at last. I will say, just observing and walking <clears throat> alongside you the last however long we've known each other, not, not terribly long, five or six years, I'm not sure, but um, I have, I've never, I've seen you settled in a lot of pieces in your life, for sure, but the last, since you've been doing this podcast, like, I feel, see you so settled, mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and I don't mean, like, settling for, I mean, mm-hmm. just at peace. Peace. And just, you know, super open-handed, so generous. Not that you weren't those things before, but there's like a supernatural thing that's on this mm. Sinner Saint Sister mm. that is just, it, it is farther reaching than, than any one component I can look at and say, wow. And it's just, it's just so cool to see. The hand of Thank God you. is all over this. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I love getting to watch this, love getting to be a part of it. I think that... Um, the Lord loves a faithful yes. Mm-hmm. The Lord loves that. And then the outcome is really kind of up to him. 
That's right. his business. It just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And so this is the first time that I've felt that in my soul to be true. You know, and I think the word influence comes up a lot. Yes. Like your influence. <laughs> and so if you are if you are ever focused on influence, it's a cart before a horse. Mm-hmm. Like if if that process is using my gifts to love others wildly, that's mm-hmm. the process. I'm using what I think God gave me to love others wildly. If influence comes after that, great. Uh-huh. If it doesn't, if not here, then in heaven. Sure. You know, the yeah. influence is his business. But if you're ever skipping the process part to get to influence, it's you got it all wrong. It's really good. Well, since you bring up influence, I would love to know who the people are that you feel most influenced by or... Um, and it doesn't have to be like a super holy answer. Not that you would give us anything less than the truth, but just curious, like who are the people that have really shaped you or continue to shape you? I love Mary Magdalene. Uh-huh. I love Beth Me Moore. too. Both of those are Mary yes. Magdalene. Yes, no, I love them both. <laughs> but I just really love them. I, I love them both, but uh-huh. yeah, they both are... Um, I love Dolly Parton. I'm totally gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna cry what, when she what, dies. What is it about Dolly Parton? Oh my gosh! I mean, I love her too, but I'm just curious. Like, she is an interpersonal. In huh? Did you know we have this in common? Do you love her? My mom says when I was a kid, she had a show. Did you watch her show? No. I don't know how we found it. Probably because there was one channel, but. She had a show, and at the end, she would always sing, I Will Always Love You. My mom said I'd cry after every oh, show. Baby girl. Yeah. And a little sad. <laughs> and a little sad. Anyways, I love that you love her, and I love her, too. Yes. I would get chills during the national anthem in the second grade when it said, when in our flag was still there, and I would I showed my chills to my teacher, and she told me I was special because, like, oh. that I was a feeler. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I mean, I'm seven, and I'm repeating right. the story, so, you know. Moment. Yeah. I um, no, I love Dolly Parton. I yeah. think she's an interpersonal personal genius. Yes. She is an absolute genius. She's funny. Uh-huh. She's self-deprecating in 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 a non in a non-smarmy way. Like yes. it's she's so completely delightful. I she's generous. She's just oh, I just love her. Dolly Parton. Okay. okay. Um so um I love Ellen DeGeneres. I love Oprah. I love Brene Brown. I love Maya Angelou. I love Mother Angelica. Um, I love Tina Fey. I love Lena Dunham. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love St. Joan of Arc. I love you too. I really, really love my friends. I really love my friends. I love yeah. that. Um, when you think about those people, is there a common theme or a common hmm. quality that that draws them all together? Or you know, I think that when people love themselves. Mm -hmm. I think that when people are really comfortable with who they are, there's a generosity about Uh them. It's, um, they can love people with reckless abandon. They can, um, pour out, I guess. Like when you love what God made, then you can begin to like really love other people. So I guess it's just a a generosity. I love that. It's really beautiful. I think, you know, when I look at all those people, there is, um, the authenticity in each one of them yeah. is the one thing that stands out to yeah, me. Yeah, they're just, completely themselves. Just it's super, like, you know, yeah. like, and, and I really appreciate that in other people, mm-hmm. for sure. It's like they <clears throat> look at themselves and they see it as their civic duty to just, like, give the world what God made. Like, they just love what God yeah. made. Like, I'm just going to give what God made. I just think that's so 
awesome. It There's is. a generosity there. You feel very cared for in mm-hmm. it. I think they're also honest about their process of when maybe they weren't. You yes. know, that they weren't always perfect yes. through the process. A truth teller. I think all of these people are totally. very honest about when it was harder or when maybe they weren't being their most yeah. authentic selves and, and what came of that. Like, mm-hmm. I always need to hear about when people don't feel like they got it right. And I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of those people you listed are very honest about that too. Totally. Because you can't get to your most authentic self without going through like what you said like the process of that so yeah that's good really good the other the other thing that I notice about them is that they're all women so <laughs> do you yeah. like them <laughs> I mean, no I do I yes husband, yes. So. yes no yes okay um let's see men I I love my husband yeah. I love Graham Cook. I love Bob Goff. I love Lecrae. I love Justin Bieber. Um, I love Jonathan yeah, Martin. <laughs> like, she has a crush on Justin Bieber. Let me be clear. I, he's a beautiful artist, too, Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Brian Zond. I love Jesus. I love Peter. Yeah. I love P- Peter. Oh, I love Peter. I love the way you talk about Peter. Oh, thank you. you. He does he feels like an old friend to me? Yes, <laughs> and I love the way you talk about him. When I've listened to this podcast and different things that you've written, whenever you bring up Peter, I just I feel more related to uh-huh. through what you say about him. Yeah, I think you're a Peter too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love David Letterman. I love Father Gregory Boyle. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's super cool. Do you see any common things in them, or is it the same kind of authentic themselves? Mm, no, it's different. That's different. I don't know if they're being authentic or not. <laughs> um, no, I, I think it's humility. Yeah. I think a, um, a humble man is a really powerful thing. I do, too. Yeah. Humility is, is one of the most attractive things yes. in people. Agreed. Totally. Um, for sure. Especially and, men. And especially coming from men, and just, you know, they kind of carry a certain... Um, authority and then also having that humility is just wildly um, comfortable to me. Yeah, yeah. So I love that. Um, okay, well, I love this. I I love getting to know just more about the pieces that kind of put you together. Um, what's kind of built you? What what you? How would you describe yourself hmm. to somebody else? Because hmm. I think you know people can get so many impressions by the things that you're passionate about. They may see your family or, you know, they see like either talking about the outputs. Yeah. Um, but I love to ask people like, how would, how would you, how would, how would you describe yourself? I think, um, I think you're someone that knows people, um, well, like you really get to know people, you know, people well. And I think that comes from a place of deeply knowing yourself. Yeah. And so I'm just curious what you would say yeah. to that. Yeah. I think that is so true. That's been coming up a lot lately. Um, you can only meet someone as deeply as you've met yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that, oh gosh, I just... Who said that? I have no idea. Okay. It was not me. Whoever it was, we are giving them a lot of credit because yeah. it's, it's... I, I so think there's some truth true. there. It's so true. But it allows us to enter into friendship quickly mm-hmm. and honestly, efficiently, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, honesty is so efficient. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, yeah, okay. I would say that I am loyal, mm-hmm. I am fiercely loyal, I don't care if you're right or wrong. Um, we can talk about that in private, maybe later. <laughs> but I am loyal. Uh-huh. Um, I have a tender heart, and that is at once a source of many blessings and many bruises. Um, I love women, I love my friends so much. Um, my husband is the heartbeat of our home and making him like me 
feels like absolutely one of my most impressive <laughs> accomplishments. He is so amazing. Um, I love my kids so much. They are, um, they keep me very, very humble because either they're like more mature than me or more prayerful than me right. or kinder than me or they keep me humble because they just made me like pull a muscle yelling at them like right. because they've <laughs> done something really ridiculous. Um, but uh, I value, so my family is important to me. Yeah. Um, I value bravery. I value excellence. Um, I live for unity mm -hmm. and the laughter that comes with true unity and reconciliation. Um, I deeply love the Lord. I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait to see Jesus. I think that's going to be really awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so precious. So you mentioned one thing about your kids, and it's something that I think was my first impression about you um, is... Um, how you mother. I think it's sometimes like, especially as mom, of, you have five children. It's a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. <laughs> um, and, you know, and a lot of people interact with you as a mom. And um, anyway, I want to ask you what your parenting philosophy is because there seems to be just a lot of freedom in it. Mm -hmm. And so I would love to hear mm -hmm. what that yeah. is. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to warn you real quick, I'm just right sure. now. Nobody take notes. <laughs> you can put the pen down. <laughs> Unless you're struggling with not being as free of a parent, and then they should. Okay. No, I, right. I, I do. That's a good there point. There are some people who need yeah, to hear that's a good point. that there is health in loosening the reins a little bit. Yeah. No, I'm dying good. to hear what you say because I want to tell you like how you've impacted my parenting. So oh, go. Okay. Tell the people. Well, listen, my parenting philosophy is that it's probably fine. It probably <laughs> is. Okay? Like, it's probably fine. Like, my uh, kids are upstairs right now. I heard a thud. It's probably fine. <laughs> you know? And I listen, the other thing is that I yell at my kids. Like a lot. And I don't feel bad about it. And I don't feel bad about not feeling bad about it. I yell at my kids and I think it's fine. I know that like all of my friends are praying to have more patience. And they're like, guys, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> what are because you praying for? It's, well, it's like, I think one. that when we're sitting around praying, like, oh God, please give me more patience. I think we're raising soft kids. You know what I mean? It's like, you've got the stickers and the marbles and the charts or whatever, <laughs> but like we're raising a really soft generation yeah. that can't handle, I don't know. It's like their self-esteem. Yeah. Their self-esteem are like the most important thing and not yelling is not authentic to me mm -hmm. and I <laughs> goes back to that I think that <laughs> I think that a lot of kids whole, could use a good yelling at this is a whole justification for why all the yelling you may hear from this house is fine yeah <laughs> yeah exactly neighbors just walk along but no I mean yeah, I think that when here. we when we try too hard to protect their little selves of steam. I think that we're robbing them of really important life lessons. Yes. The most important one being, look, when you act like a jerk, it makes people angry. Yeah. And when people get angry, they can be pushed too far. And when people get pushed too far, there are consequences because life isn't all about you. <laughs> it's about us working together because we belong to one another. And if you're being a jerk, I just don't have any problem scaring the bejesus out of you. <laughs> you know, I mean, people yeah. matter and how you treat people matter. And if every now and then I have to get your attention dramatically, I don't mind it. So here's what we're going to do in this house. We're going to emote. 
Okay? <laughs> like, you're going to feel your feelings. You're going to tell me about them. And I'm going to feel my feelings. And I'm going to tell you about them. And then we're going to talk. And then we're going to apologize. And then we're going to get on with the rest of our lives. But I refuse to send the message that my composure is the most important thing <laughs> going on around here. You know? I mean, honestly. So, I, I don't think that... On, I mean, when I've, like, gone through bouts of, like, you know, reading the articles or the books or the chapters or whatever that tell me I should be... <laughs> the page. The page. The paragraph. It's how long I lasted. But I'm like, my kids can smell that crap. Like, when I'm, like, trying out something that's not authentic to me, uh-huh. they can smell it. Uh-huh. They're like, girl, <laughs> give us our mom back. I love it. Anyway, I love it. kids can smell fake a mile away, man. Well, I heard something recently that if they don't, like, if you're just constantly trying to keep them from pain and they never experience that, that is not going to develop. You only get to your true self and better character and who God is making you be through the pain. Yes. Like, it's not just the successes. Yes. But we're raising little kids who only are ha- no successes because we don't let them feel any pain, whether wow. that be physically, mentally, any of wow. And so, you know, you're just helping them out. With, uh, <laughs> feel the pain. Some of them yelling. They're going to feel that pain. Oh. And you're going to let them know when they're being jerks. Yeah. And our pastor also talked about that. He's like, you've got to tell your, if you're not telling your kids when they're being annoying or jerks or have bad manners, mm-hmm. somebody else might not be either, but they don't want to be around them. You know, right. you've got to help them right. know what's okay and not okay. Yes. And it might hurt their feelings. Yeah. The one thing that I hear from you in all of that is like, you're not parenting afraid. You're not letting fear kind of dictate whether it be fear of how they see you, fear Mm -hmm. of, you know, like the world or whatever Mm -hmm. you, I really see you demonstrating to them that like, yes, you need a savior. No, I'm not him. Yeah, that's and, great. Yes, and, that's so And good. you have really, very early on my parenting, when we first met, like, my daughter was, like, maybe three or four, maybe I had a one-year-old, you know, really little kids, and I was so white-knuckled mm. thinking about every decision that I was making, but what I was really, was I was afraid of how they viewed me. Yeah. And so, anyway, you really... Other moms or her? No, like, my children. Your like, child. you know, like, like when I was you trying to... remember me, I was right? trying to control, like, when they're 23 and what they're going to talk about at, at therapy. Because uh, yeah. you know they're going. <laughs> like, oh, sure. You know? <laughs> so many parents are, like, not my child. I'm like, remember how you treat your parents, your in-laws, your everybody, because... We are the product. I mean, you're yes. raising those. They are going to go to therapy. They're yes. going to do yeah. things, and they're going to talk about something. Yeah. So. Gonna be fine. I always you get really the feedback. Me. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Um, I always get the feedback that I'm a really calm mother, and I laugh my head off thinking that if my kids were to overhear someone telling me that, they would be like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> oh, I love it. I but love maybe it. the calmness is a lack of control. It, I, it, think I think it's, I don't think it's like, it doesn't mean like a level voice. Right. <laughs> it just means a, like a release there, of control. It, there's a peace over it. And it doesn't, peace doesn't necessarily have to look like super calm and demure coloring quietly on the table. It's the yeah. peace of like, like we, you're, you're not fearing in your parenthood. Mm-hmm. And I see that so much. And it's something I want to bring up because I think a lot of people would look at you and say, you've got five kids. Mm-hmm. You are teaching yoga, you have a podcast, you speak, you've written books. Like, um, what, how do you, how do you do all of that? What would you say to someone that's like, oh my goodness, like Allison's some sort of special human um, and maybe feeling some kind of like 
gap there in themselves yeah. or I don't want to like speak that too much yeah. on that, but like how a is that true like how do you do first of all we all want to know <laughs> how do you do all the things you do because it's really yeah she keeps up with all of her friends too and that well, I mean she's a really good friend a lot of people mm-hmm. might do all the things you're doing but they're lousy friends but uh-huh. that's not you mm-hmm. you have a high capacity yes for sure yeah thank you thank you so much I um I do think I agree that I'm just going to receive that. I think I have a high capacity. Yeah. Um, so I don't mind a full plate. I handle that well. Um, I think that it's, I don't know that I sink really deep into, so I think that it's fine to not have a high capacity mm-hmm. and to do one thing. Like, am I an expert parent? No. Am I homeroom momming? No. Mm-hmm. Am I, you know, I'm not doing those things. Um, so I think it's fine to have a lower capacity and then seek sink deeper into those things. Um, I will say that my life has, um, it's like interval training. Mm-hmm. So I know that I have this is a hardworking eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And so it's like being at the gym and it's like I'm working hard for eight minutes. Mm-hmm. This is going to hurt for eight minutes. This is going to be busy for eight minutes. I have people in my life that understand that. Mm-hmm. And that I'm in a really busy work season right now. You guys, right now, I am doing nothing. Yeah. And it's awesome. So there's some, so it's, a, it, my life has seasons. Sure. So I will take on a lot for short bursts of time. And then I give myself two months at Christmas and I give myself three months at summer. And that's to, to be with my family. I want to acknowledge, this could make me cry, that that is my privilege. Yeah. I have a very hardworking husband that yeah. allows um, for that to happen, yes. and not everyone has that. Yeah. Um, so I really want to be sensitive right. to women who um, wish that they could paint more right. or whatever, and they are working their butts off at a job that they think is okay. Yeah. You know, so um, to that woman, I would like to encourage her to carve out, even if it's just an hour on the weekend, to paint mm-hmm. and for to, to really communicate to her family that this is important for who I am. Okay, so my life having seasons. To the woman who says, I could never do all that, um, I think it's important to think about the way that it's said, because if it's said with peace, I could never do all that then to that I would say, great, you're not supposed to. Mm -hmm. If it's said, if there's a sting in Mm -hmm. that, I could never do all that. Then I would want to halt that and say, there's something there. Mm -hmm. There's something else you want to be doing. Let's figure it out. What is it? Because there's something else you want to be doing. So if I, first of all, we need to have a, a friendly relationship with ourselves to be able to say, I'm not a jerk for feeling this way. I feel a sting. Okay, so let's acknowledge the sting. I feel a sting. Mm -hmm. Now let's name it what it is. Let's just be honest. Is that envy? What is that? Okay. Well, now let's be nice to ourselves and let's recognize that envy is really just admiration, Mm -hmm. perhaps a little thwarted. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I admire what's going on here. So let's, let's reclaim that. Let's, let's renounce some ways that maybe an enemy has tried to twist that. Let's reclaim it as good. You admire something. And now let's figure out what you need to be doing. What yeah. else you need to be doing. That's really good. Um, so, and that's fun. Yeah. I think that's so fun. I love helping people um, find giftings. and Yeah. So, so good. Love that. It is really impressive. Sometimes your husband and I, because we work together, uh, we'll sit around and be like, I don't know anyone that can, that does thinking, I mean, you're just a doer. Like you just get stuff mm-hmm. done. 
and it's really impressive. Um, and I and I hope that you just receive that and say Thank like you. I am because I'm like you know it, it inspires me to like I can do this like you know and, and I and know you can and I know it kind of goes both ways. You know we got to be careful. We got to we have to tend our hearts and know like where those things are coming from. But um, you know being around you and watching you do what you do does inspire me to like, I think I can get it done. Thank you. Yes, so. you can. I, I learned a new word recently and it's activator. So okay. it's, I think it's on Strengths Finder. Mm-hmm. Do you know what this is, Don? Yeah. Yeah. So it's on Strengths Finder and I bet I've never taken the test, but I bet one of mine is activated. I do you agree? So. Uh-huh. I agree. Yeah. And I would just say on the flip side, I think I'm that woman that sometimes is like, I don't know how to just get up and do like you do. And there are things that I wish I could do more. But I think if you're finding yourself in that place, just knowing everybody does have different capacities, what could you do that that is all those things that you just spoke about in a small way? You know, I think it's just, we feel like we can't go as far as the person we're seeing, then we can't do any yes. of it. It's like, do something. I just love what you said about take an hour and paint a picture and tell your family how important that is to you so yeah. that they know and give you that space, whatever yeah. it is. You don't have to go from nothing to everything. You know, right. just take one small step, yes. especially if you're not a doer or an activator. Just kind of inch into it, um, but but try something yeah. to bring you to get you closer to doing things that really that what you're seeing that you wish you could be doing. Just take one step closer toward that. Yeah, I love love. Well, and that came up in our episode, Don. So Don was episode forty and free. It was season two, episode one. And one of the very most listened to episodes, it's one of my favorite ones to pass around. I just, I, so when people ask me like, get me started, I always put that one in there. Right. I just, that is the nicest. It's it so was so fun. fun. I feel like I just laughed the whole time. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like we did. Like, it was yeah, fun to listen wait, to. Except I edited out two laughing. hours of laughing. Like, it, anyways, <laughs> that was a tough edit, Dawn. <laughs> okay, but, um, but that came up in our, um, in our something about turning 40 is I just want to do the things that make me happy and I don't care if somebody's better at it right it makes me happy there's that processing again right yeah Yeah. because somebody's gonna always be better at it always and if you look at the top of the mountain and you're like oh I could never get there okay well you can take a couple of steps it's about process do you like the steps you're taking and just try it because what if this thing that you thought you would always bring you so much joy doesn't okay then do something else that's okay too yes I mean, I, I yeah. think there have been things I've tried that I was like, oh, that wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. But that's yeah. okay, too. Like, right. I, I thought, thought I was going to be a gardener. Don't get stuck in it. Change directions. Yeah. Oh, oh you did. I thought I was going to, like, love putting my hands in the dirt. I'm like, this sucks. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, do you feel like there are any um, misconceptions, a, a common misconception about you or things that you would really want mm. people to know about mm. you? Mm. That's good. That's really good. Um, I think... We could probably go deeper. So probe me if you if there's like something yes, that you we need to know more. That you think, <laughs> well, if the, it's if I'm like off topic, but this right. is the first thing that came to mind. I think a big trick of the enemy is to make women look around at each other and be like, "Oh, that's really easy for her." Mm. Like I just want to like to make the record straight. Like I work very hard. Yeah, there is nothing um, that's easy for me. I don't feel like. 
I got like an extra dose of fantastic. And I know there are women in my life that I'm looking around going, I think she got an extra dose of fantastic. And I'm just sitting here in a corner, like, you know, glum and boring and humorless and wearing the wrong outfit, you know? And so I think that like that an enemy can take us and our humorlessness and last season's outfit and, and then, and then attach that to affection. Yeah. It's like, Oh, well God has more affection for her and the things that are easy for her, and, and God has less affection for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't stomp on that lie any mm-hmm. harder. Like, I mean, I really just like twisted my ankle, stomping on that lie. Yeah. Um, so I work really, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing comes naturally, nothing's easy. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of, of hours put in. Seth and I have this joke. Um, he is, he has a ton of talent. Um, he doesn't feel like he's really maximizing his talent. And so th- that's a spiritual matter. Cause it's like, Lord, am I burying things? You know, like this is, this is a spiritual matter. For me, I feel like God gave me, you know, some gifts and some talents. I feel like I have maximized, y'all. <laughs> I have maximized. I feel like I'm strolling into heaven. I mean, and after I'm like flat on my face and all that. Right. But like, I feel like I'm fist bumping God. Like, how about that? <laughs> like, I feel like I have completely, like, you know, like the cold cream, yeah. like, or like the, the lotion out of the thing. Like, I've gotten You're it all out. It. Yes, it's out. <laughs> Okay, what do you say to the woman that doesn't feel that way? Or the man, whatever. What do you say to your husband when he says, I don't know, like, maybe there's more. What do you say to me? Like, like, I don't know, maybe there's more. Dream with me. (laughs) Like, let's dream. Let's dream God-sized dreams. Because I think that we choose battles we know we can win. Mm -hmm. I know that I can do that. Lame-o. We choose (laughs) things that we can do on our very own strength. Mm -hmm. And the Lord loves faith. It's Brendan Manning, who I know we both love. Um, He talks about a bogus trust. Mm -hmm. And so when you step out, when you see the net, you step out and see the net, it's a bogus trust. You know mm-hmm. it's there. And if you step out without a net, knowing that it will show, that the Lord is like, oh, that's my girl. Yeah. That's so my girl. Sweet. Yeah. I love that. I think you are right on about that. Um, what? So, you know, certainly unity is something super heavy on your heart. Um, women and them coming to know um, who they are in Jesus and and just the things that you're describing about um, just maximizing who God created them to be are obvious things that you you know yeah. stand for live for all those things yeah what message are you hearing God speak right now mm. um, that you would love for the people of God, male or female, or maybe mm-hmm. it's just for women, I don't know, to really take hold of? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe all generations say this and this and like older people are rolling their eyes at us, <laughs> but I feel like God is doing something new. Yeah. I just feel like we are on the brink of something big. I, I feel new miracles for new moments. Like the old miracles won't, won't work anymore. Yeah. Like I, I'm new miracles, new moments. I mean, I just really feel a rumbling of the Holy spirit. Like God is completely on the move. And, um, I feel like for us to keep up with that, um, I, I feel like we have to shift our faith from this kind of, um, salvation only. Mm-hmm. Like our Christianity is about what happens when we die instead of our Christianity 
is about what's happening as we live. Um, if we're really praying for <coughs> thy kingdom come, then it's not just heaven that matters, but it is on earth. And I think that God longs heavenly things for us right here and now. Mm -hmm. And so um, what I think about that is that it's going to cost us something. Mm -hmm. um, we all want something for nothing. We, wanna, we want strong bodies um, without having to work out. We mm -hmm. want you know, scholarships without having to study. You know, we, we want an, an easy win. Um, but if we are really praying for thy kingdom come and we, there are real joys that he wants for us because we live in a time of now and not yet. We know that, but it's also the now. Yeah. And so if, if we are leaning into the things that he wants for us right now, the joys and the freedom that he wants for us right now, it is going to cost us something. There is going to be sacrifice. Mm -hmm. We want diversity without reconciliation. We want to kind of gloss over people's pain points. Um, we want healing without ministering to pain. You know, so we want all of these things for nothing. And this is not the way of the cross. It is going to cost us something. There's a self-emptying process to all the glory that you have your eye on. There is a self-emptying. And so we really need to get serious about what that means. So for me, I, and I think it means something a little different to every person. Right. Um, and I, I think it's dangerous when we start criticizing what that means um, for each person because we're, we keep trying to be the Holy Spirit to each other. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except I have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Thank you. Moses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but real holiness, there, there is an emptying out. And when we look at the things we want, um, it, it's going to cost us something and then it, it's doing it. Because I think in our like ascension-based culture, all we really want is optics. Mm -hmm. We just want it to look a certain way. Because what's the next best thing to holiness? Like the next best thing to holiness is faking holiness, <laughs> right? Because we just want how it looks. We just want how holiness looks. Right. But it's like, no, you have to really empty yourself out for this thing that you mm -hmm. want, you know? So what's the thing you want? How are you going to empty yourself out for it? There's thy kingdom come. It's really cool. I love that perspective. Um, there's been many years that have gotten you here. There will be many more years to come. And there's no doubt that the Lord is just going to keep giving you um, projects because you do them so well and so mm -hmm. faithfully. Um, and um, so what are you looking uh, forward to most? Hmm. Um, this is going to sound funny, but raising teenagers. <laughs> You're going to be so good at it. Well, I know I'm going to be calling you and being like, please help me. Please come take my kids too. And yell at them and then be cool because you're the cool mom. No, I, uh, my mom has always said that when they were little, there's this like using your body for it, you know, mm -hmm. and then you get to use your brain. And so I'm really excited. I was just with my, a dear friend. Um, her name's Janine. And I was sitting around while she was sitting around with her teenagers. And I was like, oh man, like so this is cool. cool. This is really cool. And all my friends who have teenagers are not, right now are like, oh honey, you're going to be so sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I'm really looking forward to, I can feel it. I can feel it right around the bend. Mm. I am really looking forward to being completely unencumbered by the expectations of others. Wow. I feel like I'm almost there. <laughs> and I get, you know, and, and then, and then what that allows you to do is just concentrate solely on the Lord who created me and what he thinks freedom looks and sounds and feels like for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Amen. I want that too. Yeah. I love it. So good. Okay. So we've talked a lot about some really sweet, spiritual, holy stuff. Yeah. I'm like sweating a little bit. It, it was fun though. Total, yeah. it, it really was fun. It's total payback though because I have sweat on the other side. I know. Plenty. Yes, gosh. You're, you're an amazing so interviewer. Good. You could have a career in journalism. Totally. <laughs> hey, both you of y'all could do whatever you wanted. Came yes. out of the gate with guns blazing. <laughs> I'm like, politics? That's where we're sweating. Oh, right. What? Oh, oh, God, everybody. Here we go. It. I love it. I know. Everybody quit listening like 45 minutes ago. <laughs> but. <laughs> Like, oh, okay. Forget that. Back to Fox News. Let's end it on a light note. Okay. Okay, three kind of rapid fire Mm -hmm. questions. Mm -hmm. And you just have to say the first thing that comes to mind. You have to, have to. Okay. 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 All right, ready? Yeah. Guilty pleasure? Uh, Oh, um, I would listen. (laughs) Shush. I want to get it tan, okay? I want to get a tan, and I don't want I don't want to hear anything about it. I think some wires got crossed, and I was supposed to be a naturally a little darker hue. I once I was like sitting outside the BOQs when I lived in Japan, and this marine walked by, and I was like I was just sitting out minding my own business, and my legs were out, and he goes, he like did a double take, and he was like, "You're so white, you're blue," and I was like. Hi, my name's Allison. I once heard that you don't have to say everything that crosses your brain. Jeez. So, yeah, I really like getting a spray tan, okay? I love it. Right. I love it. It looks good on you. Uh-huh. Oh, but right now I look like Ross. <laughs> now she's, she's got one going on. It's percolating. <laughs> okay. We, uh, we kind of touched on this earlier, but celebrity crush, would it be the Beeps? Oh, for sure. <laughs> but can I, I mean, as long as we're, I mean, I can have more than one, right? Sure. I, I mean, yeah. Okay, so Justin Bieber is in there for sure. Um, Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Gosh. And, um, I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Like, so dreamy. He's so smart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Based um, off of the musical. I was going to say, like, okay, okay. like you, to be clear. You don't know anything about, like, there's a painting somewhere you saw. And, like, this is all based off of the musical that he did not write. But it's not Lin-Manuel Miranda, to be clear. I mean, I mean the dead one. I want the dead one. Okay. Um, also, David. Yes. Like David. The song of the Bible. <laughs> what? Yes. No, I get that one. I get that one. Wait, yeah. What? Oh my gosh. Is there anything he can't do? Am I on another planet right now? <laughs> you get it? And you said it? <laughs> totally get it. I think he'd be mine too. From the Bible? Little shepherd oh, yeah. 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 With ruddy good looks? Yeah, that's the one. We don't know what he looked like. Who took down the lion and bears and lions and then writes He's poetry? Oh, it's squeak. Oh. Anyway. Yummy. Okay, you agree. <laughs> yummy. David <laughs> equals yummy. Fire. Okay, also, oh, he just God. pours his heart out to the Lord. Yes. Uh, okay, um, and then Flynn Rider. <laughs> <laughs> like the cartoon? Totally. Wait. Those are the weirdest answers. Yes. I love it. By far the weirdest answers I've ever heard. <laughs> I used to think Bieber was weird. Now I'm like, okay. No, there's a, normal. there's a whole. There's a whole. Bieber normal. is normal. <laughs> oh, okay. These rapid fires are not rapid. No. Who plays to me random crushes, <laughs> cartoons, <laughs> our forefathers. And- <laughs> 
saved it from the Bible. So there was forefathers. What asked with the trend See, is she with is that. a Republican people. <laughs> She's in love with the what, forefathers. What's the thread of the crushes? Because yeah. I, I haven't found that one yet. Oh man, I actually did pull something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who would play you in a movie? Ah. Um. Okay. So. Um. Sandra Roberts or Julia Bullock. <laughs> like if they had a baby. <laughs> Right? I totally see yeah, it. That's yeah. hysterical. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap up, but Dawn, you're here, and so you've known Allison a really long time. How long have you known her? I think close to 25 years. Wow. So, I mean, you've been listening into all of this. Because we met when we were not born. Right. Like, yeah. Like and each other's weddings, though. Not just friends, but like... Yeah. It's just total, like... Kindred spirits yes. in the beginning. When the going gets tough. Yes. And cool. celebrate. And, and, and. Yes. I love that. Such I love that friends. so much. What what have we missed today talking? What are the, What's something that you would really want people that either know Allison or don't know her at all? Like, what, what would you want them to know about her? There's so many things, as I've been sitting here just listening, that, I mean, it's hard not to interject on every single thing because <laughs> I talk too much anyways. But two things really came to mind. The first was that when she says she's loyal and in your boat, like I kind of joke, but I always say, if I murdered someone, I would call her first. Because she would say, they deserved it. (laughs) What do we need to do? And you just need a friend like that. And I've always just valued that about her, that she is so in your boat, no matter what. And um, you just need all kinds of friends and and she's that to the T. And that she is who you think she is. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we hear people on podcasts or maybe you read their book or you see Mm. them speaking and then you meet them and they're not at all what you pictured and that's okay Mm -hmm. but that Mm -hmm. happens a lot I mean it does it happens a lot get a tv show and it's awkward I mean I don't know but they're just not who you think they are because those kind of personalities you think we would be best friends and then maybe you get the opportunity you're like oh wait no like yeah I mean you're just different than I thought she is who you think she is. I love she it. is mm. kind and lovely and funny and opinionated and <sighs> smart and going after God's heart, but also acknowledging where she wants to shine too. You know, I mean, it's just mm. such um, an amazing, she's an amazing person and she just is who you think she is. Mm-hmm. So I it's, just want People to will come up sometimes and be like, I feel like I know you because I listen to the podcast. And my that is my response. Is you Then you do. Yes. Right? You know? Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It really Thank is. You. So. Thanks for asking because yes. I wanted it. <laughs> I'm so, I, there's so many things I want to say, but yeah. especially that. I could such good friends. Yeah, I could not agree with you more. I totally, I totally see that and feel that and love that about you. Um, thanks for handing the reins over. This was super fun, and I can't it wait was, to I think of more torturing questions. <laughs> good, good. Thank I love you it. so much. Y'all are such good friends to me. Love, love you so you. much, Allison. Love you guys. And for this episode, a very special thank you to you, listener, for your love and support, and to Rachel Lovett and Don Greer Hall for their steadfast friendship. Center Saint Sister now has a Patreon page. Please consider supporting Center Saint Sister by searching for Allison Sullivan on Patreon.com. Many episodes are now only available for patrons. Send us your questions at CenterStSister at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Allison M. Sully. Don't forget to review, like, and subscribe, and tune in next week.